You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Bucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson. Paul, after his beautiful turnaround shot on goal, let's put this in perspective for a second. Nick Paul is on his way to his first 20-goal season of his career. His first. The guy that we have seen, this majestic creature on the ice, this unorthodox skater, is now on track to have his first 20-goal season. And I think, obviously, this guy's going to surpass 20 goals, which also puts a picture in, in place of Braden Point being at 23-24 goals, where the top scorers on this team are. And then Nick Paul, he's not far from the top. He has been crucial for this Tampa Bay Lightning team. Um, and then on that note of the bolts and guys that are hitting other marks, then the empty netter starts to rack up later on in that third period. Brandon Hagel, if you didn't know he was fast, now you should know how fast he is. Breaks past two cracking sweaters, gets an empty netter. And I know that seems unimpressive because it's an empty netter sometimes, but it's the form and the fashion in which he did it, guys, and which puts Brandon Hagel creeping up the charts with his goals. Brandon Hagel now sits at 17 goals, not too far behind his line mate, and he is creeping up there and getting that much more confident in his strides. If you guys did not catch my one-on-one conversation post-practice with Brandon Hagel, be sure to head over to Pucks and Bolts and catch that. You just kind of get an insight to his humility and his humbleness. Not that any of these guys are unhumble. They're a very we organization, which you love. It's just, it's the identity of hockey. But the things that he's learned on that top line, the things that he is working on in his own game, just making sure that he's accessible and doing what's best for his line. And also just the fact that he's this underrated, physical, chippy guy who can also dial up the heat, turn up, hit the wheels and pick up this speed to think about the speed that him and Braden point actually have contributing on that top line is extremely impressive. So it's always nice to see Brandon Hagel get on the board and kind of have his identity in that top line there gets that empty netter and then comes to the last empty netter, which was Victor Hedman. This one gave me a bit of a laugh guys, because First of all, we want to see Hedman on the board. You always want to see a heady goal. This is a defenseman that gets rave reviews for everything that he brings to this game. Being an unorthodox defenseman, being so unique and unmatched, honestly, when he's healthy and he's having one of his best seasons, there's really no one around the league that's, that you can talk about to this extent. Maybe Carlson. I know Maker is one, but you know, there's not a handful of guys that you would compare to Victor Hedman. And they still have different styles compared to Hetty. But it was Victor Hedman who tried so hard to get the puck back to Steven Stamkos to try to land 500 in the empty netter. But the Seattle Kraken kept taking away the middle of the ice. And then once it bounced back, Hetty got it. He tried to dangle it and hold on for dear life. And then ends up just securing the empty netter, putting the bolts up 
four to one. Now, biggest takeaways from yesterday's game. I opened up talking about the fact that Coach Cooper mentioned that this was a complete game for the team. This is tremendous because they're doing it on the road and they're doing it basically at that halfway point of the season. The Bolts closed out playing a quality defensive game and they were doing it without one of their top defensemen being Nick Perbix. And if you guys think that that's a bold statement, I want to hear your feedback on it because Nick Perbix has solidified himself as an asset to this team, as an asset to the pairings. You saw there was an adjustment point there for Mikhail Sergachev on the ice without his counterpart. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That's the chemistry you want to see in your deep pairings. That's the chemistry you want to see with more than just one deep pairing. Cole and Chernak team seem to have a rhythm going. Perbex and Sergachev have a rhythm going. Hedman's that guy they rotate that people out with, but him and Bogosian are pretty steady, Eddie. You want to see this at this point of the season because in certain tight contentions, especially if you don't have a bunch of special teams racking up and it's this even battle at even strength, your defense is going to come in strong for you. They have to be able to close out games, and that's what this defense did yesterday. They closed out games. You're starting to see more defensemen in that assist tally at the end of every single game. Sergachev walking away with an assist. Cole walking away with an assist. Like I said, Perbix on Saturday, two assists, one goal, and I think he's just getting started, especially now that he knows he's going to be here for another, I don't know, two years. So Biggest takeaway from yesterday is that Bolts closed out playing quality defense. And as Coach Cooper said, they need to play sound defense to close out any of the games. They didn't need that third goal, but they got it. And they were able to protect the lead and not give up another goal or three, which we know is the no-go for Coach Cooper. Another point out or takeaway that I have in this is the fact that there was no high giveaways or takeaways. The Bolts were pretty even kill here. Five giveaways, five takeaways, but they're not hitting those double digits anymore. Now, in a weird way, it seems like they rack up takeaways in equivalence to how many giveaways that they have, but you don't want to see that because the competition is just going to get tighter here. You're going to start seeing people's best, team's best at this last leg of the season, and if they have a bunch of giveaways, it's going to be a huge issue for them, and it's going to wear Vasilevsky out in a way that you don't want to see before playoffs. So it's great to see a battle like they had yesterday versus a quality Seattle Kraken team. And they had no high takeaways, no high giveaways. I would love to see the takeaways hit double digits and the giveaways stay below double digits. Might be a big ask for right now. We'll see what happens when we get back from All-Star Week in this lengthy road trip as well. The next takeaway that I have from yesterday's 4-1 victory for the Tampa Bay Lightning is uh, the non-extravagant amount of penalties, no stupid penalties either. It wasn't a bunch of high sticking and hooking or interference calls. It wasn't anything that was going to take momentum away from this team or, you know, resist them from building chemistry across these lines. As we know, Cooper likes to shuffle up here and there. And that third and fourth line, I think they continue to need some time. Uh, They're starting to find their way. I think that if they're not playing a super special teams game, that that's only going to help contribute to wins 
in the rollover game and the game to come after that. So not having a bunch of penalties was huge for this game, especially because the last matchup that these guys had, things did get a little testy. And you saw some of people, some of these players' patience tested yesterday, but it didn't turn into anything that was going to send a bunch of four-on-four opportunities for either of these guys. So I love to see the discipline on the ice yesterday, along with the defensive effort and the giveaway and takeaways total staying low. Also, on that note of light penalties or almost no zero penalties, not none. Um, the Bulls PK is six for seven over their last three contests. So this PK unit was very questionable when it came to October. Again, this team was still kind of trying to find their way. They were also trying to navigate the best D pairings uh, working in between Cal Foot, Flurry. Uh, that's when we have Philip Meyer still on the team. So now that they're able to weed out and condense what this core group is going to look like, it's helped the defense step into its own. But then also this PK unit. I mean, you've got veterans on this PK unit like Eric Chernak, who is tremendous when it comes to blocking shots. Um, he's getting ready to hit a career high between hits and block shots. Something to keep a lookout for, guys. But shout out to the Bolts PK unit. Six for seven over their last three contests. And overall, I could not I could not agree more with Coach Cooper. A very sound top to bottom game, 60 minutes of hockey that this team was able to pull off a 4-1 victory yesterday versus the Seattle Kraken. As you guys know, this road trip is going to continue. The guys hopped on a plane after this victory yesterday and headed up to Vancouver to have a rematch with the Canucks. Uh, on their way up to Vancouver or before they take off Vancouver tomorrow night, the Lightning are just two points behind the Toronto Maple Leafs for second place in the Atlantic Division with two games in hand and have the fourth highest points percentage in the NHL at .679. So just something to keep in mind as the guys head over to Vancouver. But before we talk about Vancouver and this rematch, Let's get into some cherry pickers. We cannot move on from any game without giving shout outs to guys that play their asses off. And I mentioned a few guys. This is always a hard one for me to pick and be consistent about because my mind always goes to my favorite players on the team. And yes, it's hard not to have a favorite player on the team. But to be honest, I think I keep this simple and go with Nick Paul. Not only did he have a beautiful shot early in the third with that turn with that turnaround shot, but it's also the fact of what he means to this team, the energy he brings to this team, and a guy who's on trajectory to hit a career high of 20 goals in a season, and we know he's going to surpass that. I think it's a shoe-in for Nick Paul. Um, something else I will say along those lines is that Paul is that guy who just, he always tends to be the momentous swing for this team. His name may have not been, you know, rattled off as much this past month. He still has been racking up in the assist column. You also have to take into account the fact that he's been one of the top guys that's been moved around from second line, third line, you know, second line, third line, back and forth. So to not have a consistency at what line he's going to be playing within and kind of being that move around plug in guy, he's still contributing on such a high volume. And once that stability comes in after All-Star Week and this team kind of solidifies that core, as I mentioned moments ago, I know we're going to just see a whole nother level of Nick Paul. So Nick Paul being that momentous swing, extending the Bolts lead yesterday in such a timely manner and a pretty fashion there. He's going to be my cherry picker. Let me know you guys' thoughts when you watched yesterday's nice, even strength battle between the Seattle Kraken and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Which players stood out to you the most? Was it Alex Kalorn? Was it Pat Maroon? Was it Nick Paul? Was it Brandon Hagel? Uh, Nikita Kucherov, you can never not talk about him. Heggs did have a two-point game, so I will give him an honorable mention as well. But we always want to hear from you Tampa Bay Lightning fans, uh, your favorite players, your standout guys, and what you thought of that matchup. 